Welcome to the Slay the Giant podcast. Hey, Slay family, are you ready to slay your giant, conquer your fears, and pivot into your future? The time is now for you to be all God has created you to be. It will take intentionality, reflection, and movement. Are you ready to do the work to win? My guests and I are ready to speak life and purpose into you. Well, let's get to it, Giant Slayers. Hey, Slay family. Welcome to Slay the Giant podcast. I am so happy that you are joining us today. We are back. Um, We are back and I'm so happy to start this new series um, talking about singlehood. And for those of you who are watching us via Facebook, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, and please chime in um, and I'll put your comments or what have you. Um, so we're going to start it off a little bit differently. And I have a phenomenal guest today and I'm so excited about having Miss Latoya Watson. Um, she is uh, a singles lady coach. She has, a, a, she's a therapist, she's a speaker, she's a coach. Um, and she's just a phenomenal person. Um, she's also a member of Rehoboth Church of God. Um, and I just want to welcome her on. Welcome, Latoya. Thank you. Thank you. So honored to be here. Yeah, when I started to think about singles and um, I thought about all of the needs and all of the different things that are put out there, um, you know, there are so many um advice columns, YouTube videos, um, TikTok, you know, all geared towards giving singles advice. And I just think it's important for, you know, singles to have a space where we can be safe and we can be open and have a dialogue, but as, but, but also in a, in a Christian space where we can talk about some of the, the concerns and some of the things that I feel like we are, um, encountering as singles. So um, I wanted you to kind of share with us some of your, I guess, practical tools, uh, tips for men and women who are uh, trying to love themselves in this season. So for whatever reason, they found themselves in a single state. So whether they have been single or they were married and now they're divorced. And they found themselves single, or maybe the spouse has passed away and they're now single, or maybe, um, you know, there was a, um, maybe they're a single parent. Um, so wherever they find themselves um, in the singlehood, <clears throat> one of the important things we know is to love ourselves in this season. And then some maybe just, you know, recovering from maybe a breakup or, um, what have you, can you give us some tools and strategies on um, how we can love ourselves and how we can um, be better ourselves as singles? Yes, yes. So you know what's coming, the first word that's coming up for me um, as you were asking uh, the questions is grace. Grace is coming up for me um, and connected to grace is self-compassion. Uh, and forgiveness. So we're, I want to I want to start there. Um, and grace, I know, can be difficult for people. That is not always easy. It doesn't always 
it just doesn't come, I think, natural for us to show ourselves grace, like how God shows us grace. And for, I think for people, it can look differently. The way I show myself grace can be different than the next person. Um, so I would, one practical tool I would say is thinking about when you, when, when you think about the word grace, what comes up for you? What positive things come up for you? Um, I would, I would say starting there and I want to, next, I want to break down self-compassion. Um, that is a concept I think is somewhat newer kind of trending. Um, it is, I think, again, this is not a concept that we have been taught and the main components about self-compassion is one understanding we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Um, two, another component of self-compassion is um, connecting with grace is forgiveness. Uh, we have to, we have to show our, we have to forgive ourselves for different choices because again, we are all flawed. We, none of us are perfect. And again, I know this is not, this is easier said than done. And I know going through my own stuff, it still comes up. Um, it's something that I have to continuously work at. Um, but it is, it is, it's really important. And I think just starting to be aware, um, starting to be mindful of these concepts, grace, self-compassion, and another practical tool that I would want to, that I would want to share is affirmations positive affirmations and going along with that um, for all the saints watching, specifically even looking at scriptures, how does God see us? And I know, Ashley, we touched on, we're going to talk a little bit um, into the conversation about identity, but really I think this can also be helpful with thinking about how God sees us. What are some scriptures that come to mind to validate us, our identity. And I don't want to go off too much on a tangent, but also um, how God shows us grace and how God continues to forgive us. We have to forgive ourselves. And I see that many times with people, it is difficult for us to forgive ourselves. Um, many times we are very critical of ourselves and different choices that we've made or um, whether it's being in relationships with certain people or certain behaviors or actions. Um, but I really think these um, grace, self-compassion is, is really a good place for people to start. I know I said a, a lot there. So Ashley, please, um, <laughs> if there's questions. No, that's great. I think that's great because a lot of times we may look back at past mistakes or relationships and we feel like, oh my God, I should have known. I, you know, I didn't see the signals. I didn't know what was going to happen. But what I'm hearing you say is that we should not punish ourselves for things we didn't know yeah. and for, for things that we didn't have a full understanding of. And we have to be mindful of, you know, the grace of God and how, uh, wide it is and how much he loves us regardless of any of our mistakes that we have done in the past 
Um, you're right. We have to continue that forgiveness. And it's a daily forgiving because we talk a lot about forgiving the other person, right? Forgiving that person that harmed us, forgiving that person that said whatever, or, you know, caused us to feel low, you know, or cause us to, um, you know, not feel good about ourselves, what, what have you. We're always talking about forgiving the other, but we have to learn to forgive ourselves because we can be hard on ourselves. Um, yes. We can we can put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to have the right, and especially in the body of Christ, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times when you are, um, when you are, when you go through th- something publicly or privately, you know, you may get judgment. And so because of judgment, a lot of times we feel like, well, you know, I have to be hard on myself because others are going to be hard on myself. And you have to give yourself grace. If God has given us grace, which he has, you also have to give yourself the grace that you need so that you can embrace and love yourself. And um, knowing that is the first step. Yeah. Right. Knowing and acknowledging I need to forgive me. I need to forgive myself for any of the things that I've done in the past or anything that I'm holding against me. Um, you know, sometimes we replay scenarios in our mind mm. <laughs> and say, like, had I done this, you know, X, Y, Z would not have happened. But uh, not only give yourself grace, but recognize that God also has a plan um, and his I'm plan. Not- I know (laughs) his his plan is perfect and it's just what we need. And even if it's in, in, you know, Latoya, one that I have to be honest is like, these are things I talk myself through, right? His plan is perfect. It is exactly what I need it to be. And one of the things that I often say to myself, speaking of affirmations is the importance of um, saying that this is the life that God has chosen for me. And whether I'm in a relationship or out of, you know, whatever state I am in, this is the life that God has chosen to me. So within this, this season, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be content. I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be at rest because this is the life. This is the current state that God has me in. And I'm going to live it to the best of my abilities. Um, You can chime in at any time. Yeah, it's so, so good. Everything that you're saying. And I can relate to again, because it's, it's a daily, it can be daily. And, you know, some of, I think sometimes also what happens is we are attacked in our mind, right? The devil tries to remind us of mistakes that we've made in the past. And so we really have to also be prayed, prayed up and which is why I also love going back to the scriptures because it really helps us stay in the present um, and stay grounded in God's word and how he sees us and the grace and mercy that he gives us every single day. Um, And I forgot that was a third part of self-compassion is being mindful, which really is just about being in the present, not thinking about the past because that can really bring us down that's so good. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that came to mind, and I want to talk about this a little bit, um, because we understand church culture, we understand, you know, um, certain things that happen in the body of Christ. And, and one of the things that I know a lot of singles have shared uh, is that while they're single, a lot of times they feel like they are 
less than or they're not you know there is a perception that you're not whole or complete unless you have a spouse can you kind of help us um you know process through some of those thoughts um you know that may have come up uh throughout you know maybe someone is in a church or have heard it or has you know even in society there's a belief that if you don't have the house or the how the spouse and all of these other things that you are um, not as important, not as valued. Can you speak to that? Yeah, definitely. Um, as I am still single right now, I can definitely relate to that. And it's such a journey. You know, I wasn't always where I am today as far as being content um, in my in my single season and. I, I think I want to start with um, helping folks understand that this is this is a temporary season and not putting time frames on certain 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 milestones that society sets for you. So whether it's you're in school still um, and you're not 19 or 20 anymore, it is okay. If you don't, if you're not a homeowner yet and you desire to be become a homeowner, it is okay. We all go through different seasons and times and it is okay. Do not allow the time frames that society has put on us or that pressure because God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. And it will be worth the wait. It really will. And I am holding on to that, especially as I am desiring um, a spouse in this season. And, you know, we we can't rush things because, again, God's timing is perfect. And when in the past, when I've tried to rush things, it turned into a disaster because <laughs> it was not it was not um, it was not God's perfect will. And we just. One another thing that I would that I think was really helpful for me is community. I speak a lot about community. There is so much power in community, and we do not want to be isolated, um, especially when we are single. Um, so I really think getting together with other positive, like-minded people is really, really important, especially to keep you encouraged and understanding your value and that. You are not less than just because you're not married yet or you don't have the home yet or the degree yet. All of these things like so much can change in such a short period of time. You could be in such a different place even next week, you know, and finding joy in the journey. Um, I feel like I could keep going on and on, but I just... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I think community is such a big thing. Please connect yourself with other like-minded um, people. That is so huge because especially when I'm hoping these people are positive and will also affirm you and help you understand your value and finding purpose in your single season. That was huge for me. Um, certain things that I went through helped me to where I am today and really understanding what God is calling me to do during my single season. Um, again, I want to pause because I know <laughs> there's so many, there's so much to it. There's so much to it. 
Yeah, that is important. And I love that you mentioned God's timing is 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 um is perfect. God's timing and not to rush through life and just allow life to happen the way he desires it to happen for us. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's so important. And that part about community mm -hmm. and getting with like-minded believers or people of faith who can encourage you and strengthen you um, because it's not easy, especially when you're doing it alone. You need someone to pick up the phone to call and say, hey, I'm having a moment or I need you, I need you to talk me through this, or I met somebody, help me, you know, help me process through it and break the accountability. Absolutely. Um, that accountability piece is so important and being able to um, talk and pray through different things that are happening, especially as it relates to, you know, being single and being single is not a curse. Yeah. Um, it is a blessing you in that season of time, you know, there's an opportunity to do more for God. And even though some of some singles are entrepreneurs or they're single parents or they're, you know, doing different things, they may have their plate full with other things, um, but it, it does free you up in a, in a way um, to do more for the kingdom of God, especially. Um, and then it also, it, it's nice sometimes to have that peaceful time and the alone time. And at some point, there'll be a transition of, you know, having someone there, but while you, while, while in a certain position, just honor the moment, be present. Um, because I, you know, there are a lot of folks who are married and, you know, maybe happy, maybe not, but however, um, they often say, you know, I wish I would have enjoyed being single so much more, not that marriage is, um, not good, but it is, you know, it is different, you know, um, you have a different concern. Um, you know, the Bible talks about how the, the married spouse, you, you your the spouse is, um, you're, you're one, you're becoming one. You're, you're trying to form a union. You're trying to form a covenant. So that takes work and, yeah. um, it's a different level of work. And so you just got to enjoy where you are loving yourself, doing, um, what, uh, it makes you happy doing what brings you joy, um, getting hobbies, going on trips, you know, this is the time to get that degree, you know, or to even get the house that you desire. You know, sometimes we feel like we have to wait until all of the circumstances are perfect or the way we envision in our mind. And that just may not be the plan of God. We have to know the mind and will of God for our own lives and not base it on what society says is the next step or the next phase or where we should be or or, you know, where we, how, or the order of things, should I say, the order of things, the order of things are determined by God himself. And yeah. so we have to allow God to order our steps and order our lives and enjoy every season. So if you're watching, whether you're married or whether you're single, enjoy the, the state that you are in, be content, yeah. be happy, um, and, and live life to the fullest. Um, because I think that is so important, so important. Ashley, sorry, I want to go back to something that you mentioned about um, hobbies and getting to know yourself. So very important. Um, and, you know, sometimes I would call it like dating yourself. Um, I know sometimes that doesn't have the best uh, connotation, but it really is just getting to know yourself. And what do you really like? 
And sometimes um, based on how past relationships have gone, whether you kind of lost yourself or some of your identity may, um, may have gotten lost. It's um, yeah. Somebody put in the chat, date yourself. It's, it's important to really find out about your interests, your identity, how God sees you to continue to build up that self-love um, is, is really important. Really, really important. I did that a lot and I, I still do. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think that's important to know what you like to do so that when you um, are, are meeting someone, um, you have a conversation. <laughs> there's something to talk about. There's something, <laughs> you know, there is something beyond, um, you know, maybe you're, you'll, uh, uh, we pray that you are of the same faith beyond just your faith. What else do you have in common? What things do you enjoy? What can you do together? because life is for living, right? Mm -hmm. So even when you are married, you're going to want to live, you have a good time, enjoy each other's company. So what hobbies, what activities, what do you bring to a conversation? Okay, can I just put something out there? Like I have, you know, quite a few um, gentlemen, men of God friends, who share with me that a lot of times when they're dating Christian women, they feel like they don't have a lot to, have they don't have a lot of conversation because um sometimes like we're so dedicated to the church that we are not looking at sports we're not looking at the news we're not looking at what's happening around us and so we really have to and, and same with men of god like you have to have other things that we can talk about or that you know folks can talk about so that you can um strengthen one another and grow um, in that relationship. That's very important. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, such a good point. Even like, um, do you like doing more adventurous stuff or not? Do you like hiking or not? <laughs> do you like, yeah, different sports? It's, um, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. All right, fam. I know that you were just getting into it and it was getting really good, but I have to put the pause here because this is part one and we are going into part two. But I need you to do a favor for me. I need you to go to Apple and let them know how the podcast has blessed you, encouraged you, strengthened you, whatever. Please go there and let us know what you think about this month's podcast. Also, tell others about it. The goal is to get to 5,000 listeners this season so if you can help us out with that please let somebody else know that we are back up and we are talking about a very important issue whether you're single or not you need to hear this so that you can share it with others all right until next time i want you to slay those giants and conquer your fears we're out thank you for listening to slay the giant podcast thank you for being a part of what god is doing and if you would like to leave a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Also, please email us at slaythegiantpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to talking with you again. See ya.